2: Welcome back to the Maximal Lawyer Podcast. I'm Tyson Mutrix and as always, Jim is on assignment again. He's on vacation, but I'm here with Melanie Leonard. How's it going, Melanie? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great. So I always call you like you are one of the heroes of the maximal Zappathon because not everybody knows the story, but it did not start the greatest, but it ended phenomenally. But it was... The plan was not working out, so we shifted gears, and people like you and Paul Yocobitis and a few others stepped in and really kind of worked. It was great. It was fantastic, so thank you for that.
1: You know, it was my pleasure, and it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, and I'm glad that it worked out the way it did in the
2: end, and everyone won, so. It really was a phenomenal time. I really enjoyed it. So, I've not read anyone's bio on this, but I'm going to read yours, because I, <laughs> I think people should hear it. But it's gonna be quick. It's gonna help explain what you do better than I could probably myself. So sure. I like the beginning because Clio has gotten a, they've they've got great titles. So founded by Cleo Gold Certified Consultant attorney Melanie Leonard, which I think it's great that, that you're an attorney. I think it's it's important that people know that. Streamline.legal offers personalized consulting services, training, and education to law firms who are looking to create efficiency in their daily workflow and optimize the use of practice management software throughout the firm. I think mean, that's perfect. It explains exactly what you do. So that's, that's great.
1: Excellent. Well said. I couldn't put it any better.
2: yeah well, you did. That's how you put it. So... Um, I did. Is that, I mean, is that everything you do? Is it... Encapsulate what you do. Anything you want to add to that?
1: No, I think what really happened was we started the business really focusing on the software. And it's a, you know, we've got a lot of great software out there. Um, But really what it comes down to is how are people using it? And do they have underlying policies and procedures and workflows and things like that that really help you get the most out of the software? Because the reality is the software usually can't make that stuff up for you, right? You have to give it something to work from. So that's really what we're helping people do. Build workflows, build policies, build procedures that really help them take advantage of all the great software that's out there.
2: Yeah, I know you've spoken before on, you know, basically stop wasting money on technology and all that. Because a big part of what you do is you help people Basically maximize what they have, right? Like instead of like the shiny object syndrome, like use what you have and use it effectively.
1: Exactly. There's,
2: I mean, with every
1: day, there's a ton of new software coming out all the time. And it's very easy to say, oh, this one solves this problem or that one solves that problem. When the reality is you might already have something that can solve the problem. You just don't know how to use it or haven't used it effectively up till now. So why spend all that more money if you already have the tool that can work? We're a fan of that.
2: Absolutely. So I want to get into your topic for Max Lock 2021. And it is why automation has not yet changed your life. So give us the, open the window a little bit. Like what? What is this about? Why is it? Why this topic?
1: Yeah, I find that what happens is people get really excited about automation and as well, they should. I mean, automation can do huge things for your for your life, for your practice. But, you know, for me, it definitely did. And so people get really excited about it. But what I find is much like a lot of things, you know, they get excited about it. They focus on something for a while. They get that into place. It's working great. And then they move on. And when in reality, we could be automating so much more in our firms, but a lot of times we don't even know where to start, right? Like maybe we've seen, okay, well, we send out engagement letters like every week, right? So let's start there. Let's automate our engagement letter process. That's a great place to start. It saves a lot of time. It saves a lot of energy, but then that's kind of where it dies or let's automate our billing and then that's where it dies. When in reality, we have a lot of trouble focusing on like, what else can we automate? And so we wanna kind of pull back that curtain and look at how do you even approach automation? Because there's a ton of technology, which is great, But before you even get to the technology, like, how are you doing things? How are you, what are you going to automate? And that's really what we're going to dive into because I do believe that if we spent more time and energy focusing on those underlying issues, then we could come up with a lot more automation and save ourselves a lot more time and energy. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. I think Kelsey Bratcher first opened my eye to that because we were, we were talking about, it was actually letters of representation is exactly what we were talking about. And he started like, he was like, okay, well, like, what about like, what if you could then turn that into a Google doc? And then what if you could then just automatically mail that out? And then it was like, I am thinking, like, oh my gosh, you're so right. I think it's like, and then the Zapathon, I was seeing what other people were doing. I'm like, holy crap. Like you really can like pushing it. Like what else can you do? Like th- there are so many more things that you can do uh, when it comes to automation.
1: Absolutely. And generally as, you know, firms, smaller businesses, you know, we don't stop and have those conversations with any regularity. Like we just. We go about our day. We got to get this done so we get it done. Or we figured out an automation so we use it. But there's typically with most businesses, there's a lot more that we could be doing. So it's it's taking that time and energy and knowing how to structure that conversation and how to look at things so that you find those things very quickly and that you can implement additional automations. Because again, if you thought automating your you know letter of representation was great, wait till you automate the pleadings, wait till you automate the application, wait till you automate, you know, everything. So So it just, it compounds on itself and it just can be exponential.
2: So we're doing something and I'm not going to say what it is, but uh, people in the guild know what it is, but uh, but we are automating something that's amazing. I may tell people at the conference, but it is pretty cool. So no, I like, it it definitely opened my eyes ever since the Zapathon. I've been, we've been kind of digging a little bit deeper and automating more and more and more. And it's just so phenomenal. But let me ask you this, what is a mistake that you see people make when it comes to automation? Like, Oh, I'm going to automate things. And then what are the mistakes you see them make?
1: The biggest mistake that I see is they set up the automation and they test it and it works or they, you know, they hire someone to do it for them and it's all working. And then they go into everyday life and they have to start entering the information in the computer that the automation runs off of, or, you know, entering the data or whatever. And they're not, they're them or their team are not consistent in putting that information in where it needs to go and when it needs to go. So then we have what I call automation gone wild. Right. And that's when like, you get the notice from your dentist. Oh, you know, we're looking forward to seeing you next week at your appointment. And you're like, I don't have an appointment, right? Like no one's impressed by automation gone wild. Like it's a waste of time. So what we need to do is we need to make sure that we have very concise and consistent, you know, procedures and workflows that our team is following that says every time we get a new client, we put it in the software this way and we put in this information at this time to make sure that those automations actually work because the automation is just a technical program, right? If it doesn't have the information, it's not going to work. So that's what I see. The automation gone wild is really unimpressive and happens a fair amount.
2: Frankly, that bit of advice you just gave is so so crucial. It's real. It's great advice because like, it's not just the automation; it's the right. companion to it. You've got to give the guide, right? You got to give. Mm-hmm. You've got the automation now. You need. You have to add the guide, otherwise your team won't use it or they'll yep. use it properly. Such a, such a great piece of advice. Two more questions. We only have two minutes left, so I got to make this. Okay. I want to, I promised you 10 minutes so I can uh, do it. I can meet two minutes. Let's do it. These are easy. People want to use you and get in touch with you. How do they get in touch with you?
1: The easiest way is go to our website, www.streamlined.legal. And that's streamlined with an ed at the end. We're also very, prolific, I will say on Facebook and other social media, we have a ton of Facebook videos that may become helpful to you. We can find them on YouTube as well. So yeah, I would say reach out on social media or on our website.
2: I'm picking that out now because I did not know that. So I'm going to go check that out. Is it just, what's the name? Is it a Facebook group or a page?
1: Page. Yeah. Streamline. I think it's at Streamline Legal. No dot, because Facebook doesn't like the
2: dots. I'm going to sign up for that. But
1: yeah, we've got a YouTube page as well, and where we also put all the same videos. But we go a lot into like, you know, why aren't you using this part of your software? Why aren't you doing this? Or, you know, get so much more if you do this. So a lot of great tips in there on how to use practice management software. We work a lot with Clio, but even if you don't have Clio, you know, a lot of the features are very similar and a lot of the concepts are very similar. So you can follow along with your own software.
2: Absolutely. I, I can't find it right now so I'm going to, have to play around with it. And then the last thing is what are you excited about when it comes to Max Lockcon 2021?
1: You know, just seeing real life people again. <laughs> no, I actually it's not even just the real life people, it's these particular people, right? Like these are people that I have conversations with all day long on Facebook and you know, are interacting with all year. And so to be able to really put a live face as opposed to some photo from how long ago to that person is really fantastic and I'm excited to um in my experience, it's one of the more practical conferences, right? Much like the Zapathon, right? I come out of it with actual, you know, action plan of here's how to implement as opposed to, you know, some of the others are a little bit more theoretical, which is also important. But yeah, I find that it's a very practical conference. And I'm so excited just to frankly interact with everyone and bounce ideas off of everyone.
2: Totally agree, hundred percent. That I'm going to admit one fear to you and to everyone else. Like I'm afraid because I've like I've not been. In, this will be the first conference I've been to in I don't know how long now. Mine too. And- yeah, like it'll be the first gathering like that since the Zapathon. So I'm afraid it'll be really awkward. <laughs> it's like, it's like, a, oh, how do I act here? I don't know how to act now.
1: It might be, but I also think that like once we're back in it, I mean, you know, especially since we've been to the other, you know, the other conferences, I think once we're back in it, it'll be very easy, like riding a bike, you know? <laughs>
2: I, I hope you're right. Because I will tell you, <laughs> the first time I walked into court after COVID, that, oh. it was just like, so, like whoa, my It was just so weird. It was like I was a new lawyer again. It was the weirdest feeling. True. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Melanie. I look forward to seeing you in October.
1: Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. MaximumLawyer.com.